Conversation. Welcome back to After Man Thinks. I am your Vice President Deshaun Brown. Courtney Bean is President. Kyrie Treasure. All right, so we're back, guys. We're just going to clown on this one. We just want to have some fun. Uh, we've had a couple of serious subjects. The last two were very serious. And uh, again, we have Kyrie back. So, welcome unfortunately, back to, welcome back to the crew. The haters, he's back. Hey, haters go away. Don't worry about it. Haters go away. But uh, but yeah, so we uh, we actually attended the service today. Had a good time, all of us. Normally, they want to all go to church service today, so it's a good thing to have all of us up in there. Hint, hint, Kyrie don't know. Well, what are we speaking about? What are we speaking about? I'm just saying the 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 seat he was sitting on that whole row looked a little hot. <laughs> they look a little uncomfortable. So, you know, and he had this fire red shirt on. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. So shout out to uh, Pastor Martin Jakes. Yeah. And uh, in his ministry down in East Point. Thank you for having us. Thank you for uh, what you're doing for your community. And, uh, but yeah, we want to have some fun. So what are we going to talk about today, fellas? What's the subject we're going to focus on? I mean, when we initially said we're gonna talk about why Kyrie beard don't grow, but it's but, but it's thicker than Courtney. I mean, he used all these berries and juices. No, I don't. I don't use no berries and juices. If I use all the berries and juices, mine would grow too. And then Deshaun, he's just sitting over here like he just overcompensated because oh, he yeah. got he full with it. He don't use juices, but he died. He is. No. See, everybody else got great. Yeah, that boy got a full die kit. All of it can be. Hey, 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 it be that way sometimes. Be that way sometimes. Well, back, we did got the NFL that just started. That's one thing we can talk about. So we see the, the Chiefs lost. So who cares? I could care less about Patrick Mahomes. They're trying to be my team anyway. So I mean, They're who cares, man? I'm, I'm just trying to look. You can hate on them all you want. Right now, they lose and they playing Green Bay. It's seven to six. It's all about who gets the victory. I'm telling you, this year is our year. To do what? I mean, to win. Mm -hmm. As you said, they're, they're losing seven to six for me right now. Right. Look, I can't say that my squad sucks. So my Patriots are losing 16 to nothing to the. But that isn't to a team that actually doesn't even know they were still in the NFL. Right, right. I thought they, I thought they won semi-pro. They could have been, because they suck. They got a semi-pro quarterback. It was terrible. Uh, but everybody got to hitch their wagon to something. I guess they want to hitch his wagon to that guy. Uh, Deshaun's going to be missing for uh, two weeks, so just want to go ahead and let y'all know about that. Oh, yeah. Two weeks he's going to be gone, so his replacement will probably be whoever replaced me. So, um He'll be gone, so we'll probably be sitting here quiet because we don't know how to get the show started because Deshaun's the show starter because we know Courtney ain't gonna do it. What y'all are here is a bunch of clowning joking. I think I keep probably. the probably. I think I keep the peace, but you'll see Courtney and Kyrie going to the whole show. I mean, but why you have to announce that right now? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> why not? I mean, I'm just saying, like we ain't announced you two weeks in advance that you was leaving. We don't let you go. It, it ain't even two weeks in advance. Yeah. He's gonna be gone for two weeks. Man, he a fan. He'll he'll fan. Man, I just want to let fan. people know. He'll fan. You know, him, him and Deshaun be praying together every week. You know what I'm saying? So he'll fan. Me and him, we don't crack. So it's all good. Oh, I know I want to talk about fellas. So the big subject right now, especially in college football, is the Colorado Buffaloes, led by Coach Prime Deion Sanders. And I know we got some people who don't think they're for real, but again, you got to respect what's going on with Coach Dion. So, 
So you see Kyrie rolling his eyes. You not respect what Coach Dion and Coach Prime is doing. I respect the winning. I do respect the winning. I just don't respect the two teams that he's played thus far. I mean, they garbage. I mean, now if he go to Oregon or if he goes into Utah and he beat them down like how he just beat Nebraska down, I, I'll say that. Keep in mind, y'all, he said Utah and Oregon, very powerful teams in college football. And exactly. Because Dion acting like the Colorado Buffs is powerful. Did you not even say they want Alabama? Somebody wants They want Alabama. You play the schedule that you're given. I mean, Coach Prime, you play the schedule you're given and you won both games. I don't understand. I, I, I don't I don't get it. You make it seem like he played somebody he wasn't supposed to. He played well, the teams that's on their All tip. credit to Dion and his team winning. Congratulations, guys. I just want to see y'all play a real team. That's like, you know, y'all can beat the Chicago Bears. But it ain't going to matter. Because they suck anyway. Courtney, nice. no first hand. That was nice. That was a nice segue. That was a real nice segue. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and first of all, Colorado cannot beat the Bears. Okay, let's just be clear about that. And we won't even talk about your whack Miami team. Two and zero. Hold on. Yeah, they, yeah, they two and zero right now. This is just the beginning of the season. Sure, like Miami too. It's just yeah. the beginning of the season. We will see as the season progress how they do. I have a college team. I'm just saying. I don't think Illinois. Hey, they suck. Listen, I am now a new fan of Georgia Tech. <laughs> well, listen, that man go to a game. He's he a fan now. He's a fan now. I am now Georgia, Georgia Tech, Tech fan. You let that man get some tickets to your stadium. Georgia, he go to Georgia State game. He's going to be no, at Georgia State. Georgia Tech game. probably offers him the scholarship, but look, not he's a fan. Look, and then I'm about to go to the Bulldogs. Bulldogs, y'all show me some. You know, I might be a fan. You know what I'm saying? How you going to jump from Georgia Tech to the Bulldogs? And they rival me team. Hey, we got an invite, dog. Not really, though. We got an invite. In-state rivalry. I mean, they not like a a real rivalry. Obviously, Georgia beat down, but they they in-state rivalry. Yeah, they just play in the same state. That's it, though. They They play each other for you. Look, we got an invite to uh, Arkansas Razorbacks. We're going to go check them out, too. You know, so as we get invites, you know, as my son playing, okay, we're gonna go and check them out, just see what they all about, you know. And uh, you raise back to. Hey, listen, let me tell you, whoever's gonna put my son in the best position to be successful, you might have to do much that. respect to that. Much respect. Now, being able to go somewhere where they can bring you there, start doing visits, you know, shout out to CJ. But yeah, absolutely, I would too. You raise backs, Alabama, anywhere they're gonna let you go there. Why not? That's okay. what you get it for. Heck yeah. My kids will be, you know, a fan of that school instead of rock with Miami. <laughs> well, go, go Hurricanes. Man. <laughs> All right, but now, but again, I know I know, I said it before, but again, big shout out to Coach Prime. I'm, I'm really respecting it. Yep. I mean, listening to what he does, man, it's almost it's almost inspirational, you know what I'm saying? Hearing him talk to these young men. And, and what's really missing, we actually went to a service and they talked about you know, males being in the home versus a man being in the home. And I think sometimes we miss what that feels like, what it means to have a man in the home. And some of these young men, they don't have fathers. They don't have somebody who can tell them what to do. And Coach Dion's inspiring these boys. One, the funniest thing I heard him say was, and, and keep this in mind, so I, and I love what he said. He said, but he much rather his defensive ends and his linebackers in those dog positions to be parents, to be kids that come from broken homes. And then he wants his quarterbacks and his old lineman to come from home that got two parent homes. So. 
Prime yeah, he <laughs> Listen, much respect, but I get what he meant though, dog. He wants somebody the dog who who got that fight in him. We ain't got nothing else to live for. I'll get get mama off the off the project. So I respect so all that. the people on the Bears got two parent homes because they ain't got no dogs. Shout out to Justin Fields, Marietta, Georgia. We 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 got you, dog. Kyrie just hating. All right, so what's up? I mean, we know for sure that Kyrie ain't had no parents in the home. We do know for sure because he's soft as a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> this dude right here. Oh, boy. It, it, it never ends, y'all. It never ends. All right, so uh, one of the ladies brought a good point for us, though. So we were talking about life, right? So mm-hmm. one of the things about life is... What what are we living for? What is the purpose of life? What are we what are we what are we fighting for, y'all? What are the things that mean the world to us that we're fighting for? Right now we're talking sports and all, but it's gotta be something greater than sports and entertainment for us. What does that mean to us? I'm gonna say this. Our last podcast, we talked about what was valuable to us. Okay. And just within after we had that podcast, just within one week. We talked about how you will work, you will work, you will work, and you neglect your family, you know, or you would neglect because you're chasing the dollar, right? Mm-hmm. And just in one week, I'm talking about if I ain't see a clear light of that podcast and us having that conversation, but then it becoming a reality in my life, mm-hmm. bro, it's just insanity. Because at the end of the day, I will tell you this, you can work yourself to the bones, but that I don't feel like that's what God created us for. He didn't create us to work ourselves to the bones. He created us to have some type of balance in our life. And I think that employers take advantage of the fact of they have the authority or they employ you so they could do whatever. It was very interesting, man. I was watching, I think it was like YouTube or something like that. And the young lady said, if I'm going to quit a job, why would I give them two week notice whenever they're going to let me go? They just show up and just immediately let me go. But do I deserve or, or, or do I have to give them a notice when they wouldn't give me the same courtesy? Mm. And that kind of hit me like, she is 100% true. Right. Because in my career, I've let go a ton of people. I never walked up to a person and said, hey, here's your two-week notice for you to find another job because we're going to let you go. They were let go immediately, and they had to go and seek employment elsewhere immediately. No matter if they had a bill due, no matter if they had a family to take care, it was instant. So, fellas, what do y'all think about that? Uh, I thought about this like a, a while back. Um, I do feel like uh, jobs do expect, uh, they call it common courtesy. It's the common courtesy to give them a two-week notice so so they can, they they are able to prepare for the loss, but um, whenever they fire somebody, they just come in and fire them. They don't give that person time to prepare their home. So I, I don't think that, that that's necessarily fair. And then not only that, if you do decide that you're not going to give them a two-week notice and then you just quit, 
then you automatically not going to get a good reference for them. And you just kind of blackball from if, if they have a big company, you kind of blackball from, from the company and ever coming back, even though they 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 would have just cut you off. So I think that that is something that's kind of unfair in the, in the job world. What do you think, Deshaun? Yeah, I think they prey on a lot of fears, though. Part of the reason why they want you to, you know, give a notice is so that you do leave with good standing and if you ever want to come back. But, no, I ain't coming back to your job. I'm going to quit your job and be like, I want to have good standing so I can come back. No, nah, that's what I mean. If I ain't coming back. Now, there's been jobs that I probably wanted to go back to, but when reality hits me, it don't matter. Um, and in all honesty, for me, yeah, I think it's it's not even a catch-22. It just sucks. You work all this hard to give yourself to a job and you know, perform for a job, give your hours to a job. And like I said, if you get fired, they let you go and somebody else fills your position. If you die, someone comes in and fills your position. There's no, you know, there's really no, no, no buy-in for them to have you other than you perform a job for them while you're there. As soon as you're gone, that job will perform. Hopefully they mourn you a little bit, but and it, it is what it is. To me, I always believe, and even though I have a job, I also have businesses that, in all honesty, you have to create your own. Mm-hmm. You have to create your own. You have to be the owner of your own. Because in, in at the end of the day, you know, I, I mean, of course, we all know Dane Dash. I think Dane Dash is probably at another level of it all. But I do agree with him in terms of, you know, you want your children to be able to work for the known names, right? You want to build something that your children work for, you know, your name, you know, Bennis. What's your last name, bro? You want to say it's Kalanji? Yeah, Silver Kalanji. It's hyphenated. Silver Kalanji. You want to work with Brian? I mean, where that come from? African. My dad, my dad, folks, was Portuguese. And so to make a long story short, yeah, my dad, my dad folks was Portuguese. And uh my dad and his family ultimately fell out. So, so you ain't really black. In order to distance yourself from so you're not really black. I mean, just tell us, bro. But the I mean, because I'm just from Louisiana. No, bro, because you're trying to hang your hat. No, no, you're hanging your hat on the black culture, and we need to pull this out right now. If you ain't black, you ain't black. Say, what, what's your real culture? I'm black, bro. My mom, my mom, my mom was black. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but dad. you take you take the genes in the blood from your dad. Okay, not your mama. All right. Mm-hmm. So you got your daddy blood running through you. So really, you ain't black. It's cool though. We're gonna accept you. We're gonna get we we're gonna give you a car, you know, and accept you today. But you just gotta tell us the truth, Doc. Uh, this dude. But anyway, the Kalunji part came from my dad and his family fell out. He wanted to totally detach from the family. So he changed his last name from Silva to Kalunji. But before he did that, I was already born. So I was already born a Silva. So we just hyphenated the last name. I got you. But yeah, that's what you want. You want your family to to fight for that name. You want them to fight for the name that they own. And I mean, all of us, I know all of us at some point want to own, right? We all want to own. I know, you know we've talked at length about ownership and what we want to do, but I think that's the only way where you, tr- you find true freedom. Because if not, you'll always be working for somebody else and somebody else's vision versus your own. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I mean, I just think that I it just blew me away because I never looked at it in the manner of if you're an employer and how quick, no matter if a person performed, how quick you could change gears and let that individual go 
But then if that individual decide that, hey, this is not a good fit for me, then it's just like you said, you're blackballed. You can't do this. You can't do that. I always try to create a space for my individual self where if I leave somewhere or decide to do something different, I built relationships with people on other levels, on higher levels than me. So if I wanted to stay in, stay in that industry, you know, I try to bulletproof where there wouldn't be any backlash or I could not continue on with my career because of one individual that decide that they feel some type of way with my decision, you know, and, you know, so far in my career, that's been successful. Um, but, uh, man, when that girl said that, man, it just hit me like, yo, she is so right. Like you have all this loyalty or they expect you to have this loyalty to a brand mm -hmm. that don't respect you or don't have no loyalty to you. Well, you got to also, too, know that the, the brand that you're leaving, you know, to protect it, their own selves, they also may not want to keep you for, you know, competitive reasons or just for employment reasons. You might keep somebody who has given enough, someone who you, you want to fire. You can't give them that that knows after you fire them because they may do something detrimental to your business. I mean, right. You're in food industry. And you know somebody got caught stealing. We're well, not going to be like, obviously, you got caught stealing. We're going to give you two-week notice. You can leave. They're like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, you best believe it. They caught stealing. They're going to be stealing a lot more before they leave. Why not give two weeks of pay? Nah, you stealing for me. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> okay, okay what, give me two weeks what if the violation is not stealing? Stealing. stealing. Right, right. What if the violation is just, hey, you know, it's just not a good fit? So you're saying let them go, but they can be late. They can leave with at least two weeks' pay. Why not? Yeah. That should I would think that should be government mandated, where you're parting ways. You did nothing wrong. You have had great results. So hey, here's your two weeks' pay, which helps you move on with your life. And at least gives you two weeks to figure out something else next, right? So I'm going to be a devil's advocate. Okay, all right. Like, so I'll get that. I'll get that. So right? devil's advocate. And that's not a lot of that's not a lot not to a lot do time. or right. money to yeah. give. Right. That's very minimal. All right. So now devil's advocate. So you are a corporation, and you lose an employee that goes and takes a job at another corporation. Mm -hmm. So you're willing to give them a two week pay, even though they're going somewhere else to find work. They're not going to where they quit in. Want to be home? They're actually physically going to another job to to work, probably even against your competition. Are mm -hmm. you willing to give them two week pay? Well, I think that it should be something in play where you have a non compete, mm -hmm. where you can't go to a competitor that's selling the same product to get that two week pay. Correct. Right. In order to get that pay. Okay. Now, if you're gonna go to someone that's the same competitor, then I feel like no, you don't. You just forfeit it that two weeks pay. But I feel like if you and the, and the, the, the employee that you work for feel like you're gonna go separate ways, there's if they expect a two week notice or even most of the employers right now, they want 30 days. I need 30 days to figure out how I'm going to replace you and figure out my company, right? Okay. Perfect. If they have that expectation, I think also on the flip side, we should be able to say, hey, this is not working. 
you know, here, I'm going to leave or whatever. I'll take the two weeks that you're going to give me and move on my life. Yeah, I um, I would say uh, to to play devil's advocate to what uh, Deshaun was saying, um, how how you going to know where I'm going? I mean, you can ask me and I can tell you whatever. So you really wouldn't know if I'm going to a competitor or not because I don't have to share with you where I'm going. I can just tell you I'm leaving. I got another job. But if, if, know if in that going. situation we're talking about, you get a two-week pay, then that would have to be a part of, of, of the storyline. Or you just forfeited two-week pay. I feel like you're signing a contract at that point. Well, it might be. I think <laughs> what he's talking about is yeah, trying yeah. to knock the beat. Yeah. Because yeah. to yeah, me, again, there's no obligation. Contract. We're talking about jobs. There's no obligation for them to have to pay you after you leave anyway. So unless they let you go, I mean, unless there's like a downside, and we we probably all been a part of that, where you've been downsized. I know during COVID, you know, we were affected by it to where yeah. a company let us go and we got paid for that time that they let us go. But yeah, I mean, at some point, jobs should be obligated to pay you something. Right. It just depends on what that pay is. So yeah. that's where it gets in terms of should you be obligated to pay right. people something for leaving your company. Right. Yeah, if they're forcing you out, then of course, most companies don't want to pay that. I mean, I, I'm at a job where if someone gives their notice, they won't even honor it. Like if you come and say, hey, I'm going to give my two-week notice, they'll let you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you won't stay your two weeks. They'll be like, no, thank you. You can go ahead and leave. Sometimes yeah. that's how most people operate. Right, cool. Yeah. Sometimes it's a competitive advantage. You don't right. want... You know, especially where I work at, where, you know, you don't want someone, you, you don't know where they're going. You can't ask where they're going. But for those two weeks, that person, you might be sending people to the job that you're going to. You might be doing business that's detrimental to what the company standards are because you've already said, I don't want to stay here. There's something. Right. Makes sense. Right. Makes sense. I mean, I'm in the teaching field, so it doesn't, I'm, you know, what y'all do, it doesn't really matter. As a matter of fact, I saw that they had a custodial position available right there recently. Oh, good. I'm just teasing. <laughs> I know you ain't trying to change jobs, field, bro. No, not unless he was paying. Now, actually, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't mind doing the custodial work. I actually enjoyed it, especially when I became, like, the boss. Like, I was just like, the boss. But they didn't, they don't they don't want to pay like that. If, if they were paying like that in that field, I'd be gone. Business-wise, though, business-wise, do it as a business. Get your own business and then go partner with that. That's one thing I think we don't do enough of, though. So many right. times we look for jobs, we don't look for how to try to create our own and do the job. I think that's what's missing. Actually, we, I mean, we kind of got that mindset because we kind of start buying some stuff for, for you know, uh, cleaning purposes. So, you know, it's, the wheels turning, you know, we got some stuff cooking. We just got to actually put it in the oven. But your oven don't work, so it ain't yeah, like it's gonna cook. Uh, ain't not, I don't smoke, dog. But your oven, your oven don't work, and so really you're not cooking nothing. The one thing you got you a Betty Cracker oven that we was we it ain't cooking about, nothing. What we were talking about is like where where are your shortcomings and and like what's your game plan to uh, get on track. I mean, I I can't flex. Like my shortcomings is is financial and. It ain't that I haven't been working, and I do have a plan. I just, you know, sometimes, you know, plans don't go like how we expect them to go. So, of course, the, the plan is to obviously grow and make more money, but how am I going to make the money? So, like Courtney said, you know, I, I got a broke oven, so um, the plan is there. I, just, no heat. It just, I, I gotta get I got to get my oven fixed. 
So financially, I can get to where I want to be. Um, but I do have a plan in place. Um, my shortcomings is finances right now. And, and, I, and I need to work on my credit, which I talked to uh, Brother Deshaun about. And I want to get a house. There's a lot of things that I want to do, guys. I, I'm just falling. I didn't feel and I, I need somebody to pick me up. I mean, Donnie said, look, Donnie said, going to kick me around. Donnie said, Donnie said, you could fall seven times seven <laughs> and just get back up again. You know, <laughs> so when we get done with this podcast, <laughs> I'm going to send you <laughs> the CD. Donnie, Donnie, we got you, bro. We out here promoting you. And, and uh, you know, we're going to help you get back up. Donate, Donnie. We're going to Chicago. We'll help you get back up, bro. Is McCutcheon? Well, no, I think he's from saying. Detroit. I don't know where he's from. I'm just asking him to donate. I think he's from Detroit. I don't know where. I think he's from Detroit. Well, real talk, we do have a young lady named Andrea who I know uh, she's been in contact with us. So look out for that. We're going to have a financial advisor who's going to come on and educate us as well as educate our audience on all the different things and opportunities with finances. But Kyrie, I think that will be the biggest thing is so many times we, and I say we as African-Americans, we don't open ourselves up to have somebody pour into our lives financially, spiritually, in all the other areas. But you'd be surprised how you just have somebody that can help you with your finances, how good you can be on financially. Because you know what crazy is? You, you talk about inflation, but... They said like 95% of most Americans actually make more money than they've ever made in their life. The only problem is, what do most money, most people with money do? How do you manage money. that money? Exactly. Yeah. So we make enough money, we just don't know how to manage it. I, I call the word steward, knowing how to steward that money that we're given to be able to make the most out of it. So but what is that going to look like? Because I know you have a relationship with Andrea. Man, so... I'm super excited, man, about uh, Andrea coming, you know, on and speaking. The thing I would tell you is before I knew Andrea, you know, like the things that she's been teaching me and, you know, my family just around finances and wills and, you know, uh, really uh, investment uh, has been incredible. You know, when you even think about the fact of, you know, how to manage taxes, you know, and how to, you know, be able to, you know, get so much cash, but in the same process, you know, when you're donating to different non-for-profits, you know, how that affects, you know, your taxation, you know, I mean, she, she is, I mean, she gonna break it down, okay? And I mean, she'll, she'll be able to share her uh, whiteboard and you'll see her writing and, you know, putting formulas and showing you, you know, how, what, do what. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm just excited for her to be able to share that knowledge with, you know, my fellas as well as you guys, you know. So you guys get an opportunity to get some free knowledge. You know, I will tell you, don't miss out on it uh, because it will definitely help you and your family. Yeah, and I will say the same thing, Kerry. I mean, financially, I... I've done where I've made a lot of money. I've had opportunities where I've not made a lot of money. But again, it just goes back to what you're doing with that money that you have. And I've taken a lot of savings and things and put it into investments. And right now, my biggest thing is, you know, what am I working toward? So, you know, what are you working towards? Are you working towards being employed with somebody the rest of your life? Are you working towards being your own boss? And are you working towards, you know, I always think about 20 years from now. Where are you going to be at 20 years from now? I'm 44. 20 years from now, I don't want to be working for somebody else. Right. I want to be able to 
sustain, have something that I can build on, something I can earn from, and something that I can invest in that's making money for me. That's my goal. My goal is create something that provides income for me as well as produces wealth for me to lead to my children. But um, but that's where I'm at. I mean, I'm at a place where I've, you know, stayed in apartments my whole life when I was younger. I owned my first home when I was 27, 27 years <laughs> old. And, um, you know, it's it's my father owned his first home when he was 23. My hope is that my children get their first home before they were my father's age and my age. That's my hope is that they can own. That should be my your goal in life is to be able to do something that, you know, have your children do better than you have. So now my goal is to just sow into their lives and make sure that they can do better than I have. But um, I'm still trying to live this life out, though. I'm trying to be successful. I'm not giving up. Yeah, man. I, I think mine is, man, just and and the same. I think it's financial as well. You know, but I think it's in a when I say financial, I think it's more in a financial space of understanding, you know, how I can use money to make more money uh, and how I can, you know, I'm learning a lot from just, you know, having like the financial advisor and, you know, what I should be saving for retirement and, you know, how my life could kind of look in 20 years. You know, because in 20 years, bro, the last thing I want to be doing is standing outside of Walmart greeting y'all, telling y'all, hey, come on in. How you doing? You know, have a good day. Like trying to get some extra cash to make ends meet. I don't want to live like that. You know what I'm saying? I want to be, you know, financially stable where, you know, because I can't right now with how I work, I work, I go. Right. But this is not sustainable. You can't. I can't work like this when I'm 60, right? As you get older, you slow down. So I want to be able in a, in a financial standpoint to be able to be 60, still have quality of life, still be able to buy the things that I would desire to have, you know, for me and my family, and then still be able to help my kids where, you know, they need down payments for their houses, you know, after they're married. I want to be able to provide that. I want to be able to, you know, but make sure that my grandkids are in a whole nother, you know, tax situation, you know, where, where they could live and thrive. I think it's our responsibility to make sure that this next generation is set up because I got, it's three of us right here. And I know all three of us work hard, you know, and I know that the goal is for us to make it a little bit easier for our kids than it was for us. So, you know, that's just the goal. That's what I'm focusing on. Uh, yeah, for me, it's kind of touched on a little bit of as far as like the financial piece of it. I kind of, I mean, like Deshaun said, I do, I have come a long way. So I do make more money than what I used to make. Uh, my wife makes more money than what she used to make. But it's just, uh, you know, you kind of don't want to blame it on certain things. But unfortunately, my credit is not where it needs to be. So I uh, like these two, I'm not a homeowner. So I'm paying crazy amounts of money worth of rent that's really just getting thrown away. I mean, not thrown away, obviously, because I need a place to stay. And then, you know, I have kids that's in daycare. And so, like, a lot of my money is, you know, it's being tied up in into that. So I know where it's going. Um, and I just we just, just want to get in a in a better place financially to to be able to provide all those things that they say. Because I do definitely uh, want my kids to be in a better space uh, than what 
you know, I I mean, currently, not to say that I'm I'm doing bad, but at the same time, I want to do a lot better. I mean, you could do a lot better if you stop buying that Rogaine, <laughs> trying to grow your head back. It ain't happening. That's you why you got it on. It's not That's gonna happen. You got if you stop with the Rogaine, if you stop with the Rogaine, you will care. be okay. You see my hair? I don't care. I mean, but look, he's uh, Braun over here. I mean, Kyrie. On a real note, right? Stephen, tell, tell the people how they can link up with us. Y'all can link up with us on asamanthinks.org where you can catch us on Spotify or right here on YouTube if you want to see our lovely faces minus Courtney's. <laughs> hey, big shout out to everybody we mentioned already. Donnie McClurkin, I don't know how he got mentioned on here, but uh, Pastor Martin, Coach Prime. Uh, but especially y'all. So leave your comments in there. Definitely would like hearing what you got. We've seen a lot of activity in the chat lately with uh, people responding to the, some of the messages. This is going to be a great one, too, to respond to. You got some other good